Hello, hello. This is Stephanie Castillo here at Curated Hustle. That song that was just playing is I Need a Dollar by the one and only Aloe Black. Um, such an amazing song. Also, Mad Rio and all the feels at the moment. Um, so if-, if this is your first time on Curated Hustle, welcome. Make yourself at home. Feel free to check out the blog post, interviews I have posted, and some of the playlists that my cousin and I, Mariani, have curated for you all. Um, if this is your second time on Curated Hustle and you're coming back because you like the content that's already been that has already been published, thank you for your support. Um, really appreciate it. Um, what we have here today is my interview with Tony Peralta. He's a graphic artist based in Uptown Manhattan um, in the Washington Heights community largely Dominican. And what attracted me to his work is that he makes art for Dominicans. He makes art for Latinos. And it's pretty refreshing to have someone with that commitment, something that I can relate to, something that my friends can relate to. So he has a lot of cool stuff, a lot of merch that he does from turning his graphic designs into apparel. And also just the vibe, it's very like for the culture, by him for the culture, which I really appreciate. So here on this interview, you'll get to hear some of our, I guess, how would I say it? You'd get to hear some of our opposing views on what this, on all the content that I feel my generation is creating and what he feels is actually happening. And so the major of our differences come to accumulate into being that we come from different generations and because of that I feel that it's very very insightful I walked away from this interview when I was pretty nervous <laughs> during it you know it's just me going to like check out his store and I'm just sitting there like wow this guy doesn't know who the hell I am and literally when I first introduced Curator Hustle within the first five minutes he's like oh yeah some kid walked in here trying to do the same thing and I'm just like damn one of the biggest things that I walked away from was just that all that's all this like energy all this creative juice that's like coming around because of social media the biggest takeaway i took from this interview was like are we still going to be doing this 15 years 20 years down the line when we have sufficient work to get us to where we want to be who's still going to be there in 20 years you know creating content and being an artist and being an entrepreneur and running their business you know because life does happen and who's going to push through the hard times to actually attain that level of not even success, but like that level of feeling accomplished within oneself definition. Um, I really hope you enjoy. Please share, like, and follow us on Instagram. Thank you. There's actually like talks amongst our friends how it feels like there's almost like a second, como si fuera una renaissance amongst like there's ourselves. No renaissance. So what is it? You think it's just more opportunities it's than like just, the internet? It's just There's no renaissance. Nobody's creating anything great. So let's be let's be. Let's be but I think we have like more. Doesn't matter. There's more avenues for new things to be created. So in that there could be greatness. No. So what would you define as greatness? Who's creating anything great? I mean, besides, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on is that you're, you're, you're a 
you guys are a, for instance, for myself, in order for me to reach some sort of recognition or mm-hmm. something, a generation had to grow up, mm-hmm. right? So, I've been doing this for 12 years, right? When mm-hmm. I started doing this, <clears throat> there was there was really nothing, there wasn't anybody doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then, and so, so what I'm, so... Not even, like, people were get Even just as something as, like, fucking five years ago when I'm doing this Pelo Bueno. And now y'all niggas is having this conversation about Pelo Bueno, Pelo Malo. I did this shit five years ago. You're saying it's an age gap. There's a, there's a huge age gap. It's not as... It's, but is so that- it's like... So it's basically like, you know, there's a huge age gap. And then you guys, you're the ones that are 20-something. Because I have, a, like, for instance, I have nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. my nephew who's... About to be 29. He's not like y'all. Say more. He just, he's not, he, he's just, he's a, he, he's not, you know, he's going to school now, whatever, mm-hmm. but there's a, there's, there's a, there's a generation of Dominicans that are behind, at, um, under me, mm-hmm. people who are 30, 31, 32, whatever, who like, are not so involved as you guys are politically or whatever and all this mm-hmm. other shit. These, these people are, Folks that are just very basic that probably went to college, work in a fucking bank or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and all this shit, and their hope, they're 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 millennials, but they're the older millennial, mm-hmm. so they grew up with a different. Um, they still kind of like have their parents and like like even like the same like my my little sister, my little sister is thirty something years old. Mm-hmm. She still kind of like grew up under my mom's, mm-hmm. you know. Um, way of thinking in a way, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to, now you guys who are in your 20s and early 20s, you got the social media shit and all y'all want to, you know, like, woke Twitter and all this nonsense. That All that shit is just five years old. Because mm-hmm. when Twitter was just came out, nobody was having these conversations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now these conversations that are had in academia are being bought to the to the, to the space to the space to the masses even though it's still not masses even though you guys are still talking to yourselves to each other but on social media there isn't a renaissance going on because nobody's creating anything great and groundbreaking there's only a handful of people you know what i'm saying it's a it's 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 a it's a renaissance if there's more than one juno diaz it's a renaissance if there's more than you one you don't think this is where it starts though like but it's not a start it's not well, the thing is, because I, for example, like, but you can't call it a renaissance. It's just is. Let's let's look in five or ten years and, and see, see what what's com- coming out and, and, and see what comes out of it. Like for example, like so, I'm from the Bronx. I know a lot of like young women of color who are trying to publish their books. I get, I get it, but you know what's gonna happen? It's not a. That's not a. That's just other when when the renaissance period happened, the Harlem Renaissance happened. There was people that created fucking great art in all aspects, mm-hmm. right? That was impactful to culture. Mm-hmm. So you cannot just like saying something is a renaissance is just you're just using it, but you're nobody's doing that. That's impacting culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, for instance, like this, this is this is the real shit. It's like having the it's, social impact. Like y'all niggas is young. Y'all niggas just started doing shit. Yeah. So don't you can't just like claim something. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's see if, let's see how impactful these 20-something-year-olds are where in five to ten years, y'all still uptown. 
Mm. Like not leaving the community. Not leaving the community. Mm-hmm. No, or being pushed out. Or what you guys are doing to, to combat gentrification. Mm-hmm. Like for real gentrification, mm-hmm. right? So, again, like if in five to ten years I come around this neighborhood and I'm still, or I'm still here or whatever, and there's like, there's, there's a whole bunch of white people, there's no Dominican culture, then what renaissance is that? Yeah, because there isn't, I see what you're saying. I do community organizing, so I see exactly what you're saying. You know, I, I, I just don't like, you know, I don't like, I, I get it. What's dope, it's exciting. I'm yeah. excited for you guys. Very excited, right? But, let's see who is really about this. Because when you start something, and you start to create your own thing, mm-hmm. there's that saying, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're starting, and I'm not saying you, but just in general, just because you're starting to do something, how do you deal with, how do you deal with, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Setbacks. How do you deal with, you know, <clears throat> the, 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 uh, uh, what the fuck? I always hate when I fucking blanked out. But setbacks, it's another word for setbacks. How do you Set- deal with that? You know, yeah. uh, you know, it's like. It's literally taken me 12 years to get to this point. Mm-hmm. So, everybody who's an entrepreneur, failure is part of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And you guys don't deal good with failure. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you're starting something, where are you going to be at five years from now? Did you change your mind on it? Did you stop doing it because it didn't work one time? Time, oh, time, you know what I'm saying? You can't go, you, you know, time is, is the, the, the ultimate um, measure of, of success and all that stuff. It's yeah. time. You know, there's plenty of people, yo, I'm not the, there's plenty of people who, who started to do a clothing. Yo, as a matter of fact, let's just, in 2005, four and five. There was this whole, there was this thing, there was a club that was right now, are you familiar with Washington Heights? Mm-hmm. All right, you know where the, the train stuck, the train, the, the 191st um, tunnel is? Mm-hmm. All right, so, there was, there was this moment that happened in Washington Heights where there was artists, right? There was this thing, this place called Seria Cincuentice, it was a club, it was like a club or whatever, and it was next to that place, it's not there no more. Next to the tunnel, right? And there was an art show. And, oh my God, it's so great that I fucking remember this because <laughs> this is perfect for my arguments. And there was this whole Deacon movement of artists. And there were artists, some of them were artists from DR and some artists from the... There's this girl, Mariposa, who was a fucking spoken word artist. Spoken word, right? And I remember me and my best friend, Leo, going, he's like, Right? Because we're from here, right? Mm -hmm. So we've been doing shit forever. I'm 43 years old. Right? So I've seen everything. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, yo, where these people came from? That's where I met my friend um, Yvette, who's an amazing artist. You know what I'm saying? Yo, a whole dick artist movement. A year later and a half, where them niggas go? Come on, man. They love. Where everybody go? People stop being artists. I kept on being an artist. You know what I'm saying? People, when it comes to when it comes to um, 
you know, again, the true measure of a person is what is adversity. That's the word I was looking for. What do you do with adversity? This is not this is not new. I, I just it's the thank God I fucking remember because that was that whole fucking thing that happened just in two thousand five. That was five years ago, five or six or seven, whatever the fuck. Them you niggas ain't not around. Yeah. So where were they from the community or yeah, were some they people, yeah, man. They but were, then they yeah, did. Yeah. Yvette was you know, it's like Yeah. There was my friend Mio, like there was what life happens mm-hmm. to people. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and if you really about this, then you do, then this is what you do. I do, I did this, I had my career, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I did, I do this because I love it. I do this because I want to have my own shit, you know what I'm saying? When I was, when I dealt with that, I, how I dealt with adversity, I keep on pushing. But yeah. I know, like, this is my purpose in life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, so, come on, like... <clears throat> But what's dope is like you know there's a lot of young people, but you know, uh, a lot of a lot of young folks doing their shit or whatever. That's fucking great, blah blah. But to me, I'm you know, I'm not imp- I'm, I'm impressed. I'm I'm happy for everybody, but I'm let me I'm impressed. Let me see what happens five years from now. Mm-hmm. That's how, you know what I'm saying because I know how the real how the like, real world works. Like where is that you taking it? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you know what I'm saying. Like <clears throat> people give up. You know what I'm saying. Be- you know people. It's what it is. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's hilarious. Because it... Well, I mean, I can only talk from, like, my experience. Uh-huh. Um, it comes a point where, like... So when I left my full-time job, yo no sabía that, like, this is what I was going to be doing. Like, I'm also um, getting, like, this yoga certification. Like, como que yo estaba en limbo. And I was going through, like, a really dark time. Uh-huh. Like, my parents... Didn't really know that I had quit my job, but I used to get to work from home, so I just lied. Um, and I got to, like, a really, almost, like, depression, like... Yeah. And, but it was me against my writing. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, one, the thing that pushed me through it, but then also, like... You stepping out? Oh. Um, but coming back to that was kind of, like, you... Are you with this or are you not? Yeah. You feel me? Like, no. and it's like, yes, I'm with it, and I have tried doing it through like corporate America, but now it's like I'm with this enough to do it on my own. Yeah. But what I really like was you saying that like people stop being artists, and like the measure of success is like if you keep that art, like if you're actually there 10 years down the line, because that to me is advice. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, like, you know, what? if you want to be an artist, then be an artist. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being an artist doesn't necessarily mean, like, not everybody makes it into into gallery. Look, I am self-financed. So whatever the show show that I had here in New York City two years ago, my Rolos and Icons, I paid for that shit. Yeah. I don't have was, I don't have the hookups. Right. I don't have the hookups. You know what I'm saying? Somebody didn't give me the money. I have my I use mm-hmm. my money. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I I go the way I go about it as an artist is completely different than somebody who who graduated from the Yale 
Instagram or, you know, people who who go to a residency and there's collectors that come and all that nonsense, Mm -hmm. all that shit. They move easier. No, I mean, you know, it's, it's a, it's, one, it's a, it's, that, you know, it's like, it's a privilege to Mm -hmm. go to one of those higher learning schools. Yeah. Then on top of that, when you're a person of colors and she'll tell you when you're an artist and you're in art school. That shit is fucking tough for them. No. It sucks, and she'll tell you. That's why right? it was really hard for me to stick with, like, my studio time in photography. I just felt that, like, like my film, like, my art just wasn't being understood because I would come back home to the Bronx and shoot. Yeah, And so, they were looking more for, like, fine art exactly. type of thing. I know, exactly, right? So then, so, so, so this is the, this is the, the, the battle, right? So you were institu- you're in an institution, and you got the, the you know... The the, 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 the the students fucking not understanding your subject matter because they don't mm-hmm. come from there, right? But then, then when you come back home, you wanna you wanna be an artist or whatever. But then you there's no there's no outlets, there's no studio space, mm-hmm. there's no this, and then on top of that, there's no gallery, and on top of that, there's no fucking buyers. Mm-hmm. For you. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. It's it's you know look look I I mean I, this I have a whole attic up, uh, thing upstairs full of fucking art. You think people are coming through here and, and asking and asking me how much something costs and how much that they want to buy my shit? You know, don't say. I gotta sell fucking t-shirts and all this other stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a double-edged sword. It's very hard, and it's not a you know what I'm saying. And and it, and it's when you're making artwork that is represents represents you know a certain a, a culture of people whatever and you're doing it for them but them niggas don't even it's like the art school student don't really understand it it's, and then these people kind of still don't understand mm-hmm. it or whatever or they rather spend their money on like hookahs and a thousand dollar bottle of Hennessy at a club you know that's the shit that we got that, that we got working for us <clears throat> I'm sorry, you didn't even ask me a question. I'm just nah, this is shit. this is good. Um, <laughs> let's see what the question. Do you see anything to bridge that? Like, have you like thought about what could bridge that gap? The gap between what? Well, the gap between. Okay, so you're standing in the middle, right? You're making your art for Dominicans in the community, but then on the one hand, you're seeing them go off and spend their money elsewhere. But then you're kind of getting more attraction from like the art school kids who don't really understand it, but kind of with the hype. What? How would you want to bridge the gap between the community? Like, do you see there being any potential? Because ultimately, that's what your art's for. I don't. All I do, all I try, I don't. I don't know how to bridge the gap. No, you yeah. know how you bridge the gap is like. People from the hood wait to be given permission to like something. Mm. This is this what I as my, the Peralta project, my clothing line. I've been doing it for twelve years. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it from here. I've been. Not everybody knew what the Peralta project was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then when they see it on so and so or Mero is rocking it or whatever. Oh yeah, that's that guy Peralta. Oh, then they come over here mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, I love your shit or whatever." What you go bullshit? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's people giving, you know, it's 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 getting from you know when other people, it's it's that's the old formula. It's the old formula when it comes to music. It's like when rappers, it's like, 
if you're a New York rapper and somebody and niggas is in L, in Atlanta or whatever liking your shit, then in New York niggas is gonna be on your dick. You know, Cardi, you know, somebody like Cardi B. Cardi B is popping more because of she's everywhere. Everywhere now. So now everybody from New York and the Bronx wanna be claiming Cardi B. But they wasn't fucking with her when she was just like with her chip tooth and like all this other shit. I feel that way too. That's everything. People waiting for permission Mm -hmm. to like your own thing. Mm -hmm. That's just the that's the nature of the beast. And until like that level of like fame or success is tied to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then people don't want to miss out, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they, they just want to jump on your jump bandwagon. Yeah, you exactly. Real, hold on a second. Um, Brenda, yes. this order here, is it here? Yes. The one that has all this shit? Yeah, yeah this fucking yes. person is insane. The only one that's missing That's what's is, next? Yeah. All right, so it's um, Morena T. So Morena T. Got it. The fan up top. Got it. Morena Wow, sorry. It's okay. I, gotta, I wish there was a number so I could call it. Yellow meal. Yellow meal. Uh-huh. That's it. Okay. Yeah, what else is there? The Negra Vina. Oh, my God, yeah. You're doing good. Wait. You're getting real no. happy with fucking orders. No, there's no... Wait. There's no what? Sabia. All right. Wait. Go ahead. So then there's... There's the Negras here. Uh-huh. The Uptown's here. Uh, Tablas playing here. That's it. Yeah, beautiful. Her Where's first she from? from 171st. Yo, oh, she's so close. <laughs> Word. Nigga, <laughs> 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 I had to come and bring it to you. Go ahead. Um, Estefan. Yeah. Um, I like how you correct me, baby. Like, no, my name is Estefan. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see Um, okay, so taking it back, what made you start the Pirata project? Um, and how has, like, the brand changed from conception to what it is now? So when I first, so, after, like, I used to, so a little bit of background about me is I wanted to be a filmmaker at one point. Okay. And I graduated from college and that didn't work out. So... wanted to kind of like not be in front of the computer so much yeah. and I wanted to you know just do something a little bit more organic right yeah um and I was like you know what let me I remember I took like a I took a print class uh I wanted to learn how to screen print and one of the first things that I did was I remember I took a class at this school called Art Students League. You ever heard of that, Brenda? The Art Students League? It's like a school for artists. But it's
but it's not a. It's like a place that you could go and take classes, painting classes and shit like, like that. Like different types. Like George O'Keefe went there. Oh. You know, it's it's inexpensive. There's like a lot of old math people like that do a lot of fucking oil painting yeah. and all that shit. So I found okay. that place and I went to it one semester and learned. You know, just kind of again, it's like already you know being an adult, I was already you know working and shit like that and. I'll, you know, I just kind of like had my own ideas and I just wanted to make t-shirts, you know. And going, I like streetwear, growing up in hip-hop, like, you know, I just wanted to have my own shit. And then I looked at some YouTube videos and kind of taught myself how to screen print, did a couple of things. And then I was like, you know, let me start my own clothing line. There was a lot of, there was a lot of urban and fashion stuff going on that day a lot of time you know a lot of independent brands and I just decided to start my own shit and that's kind of how it all started I, and at the same time I started to do art as well so um, again it was just I was just trying to find balance in my life mm-hmm. because I was working and that was great and I was making a good living but I just kind of wanted to do my own thing as well but it was never it was like a hobby mm-hmm. it wasn't like I'm trying to set out to be this you know. next thing yeah but the, the thing is that like because of the world that I was in and like you know with the Peralta project and the people that I met like yeah I was in some boutiques and you know I got written up a couple of times in magazines and you know and shit like that so it was just based on like people who I knew and mm-hmm. shit like that so and and here we are yeah. Do you still um, sell some of your original designs? <clears throat> um, I know, but I will. I'll bring it back. Okay. Yeah. Because it's funny, too, because a lot of times, like, some of the stuff, even the artwork that I was doing was just, you know. Back your oh yeah, design. so a lot of times like some of the stuff that I was doing went above up, above a lot of people's heads. Like you know, mm-hmm. I, I know it's very weird, but like in 2007, 2008, like I was already doing like very conscious artwork. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like this. You know what I'm saying? It was like shit that talked about police brutality and shit like that. That was like I didn't really have that much of an audience for it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I feel like that goes great to what you were saying earlier. What? Um, kind of like the social piece to the community. What do you mean? Because you were saying how like a lot of like the art that's been created is in time back to the community. In regards to like the Renaissance and nothing like impactful is being made to magnitude. Yeah. That like is better. That is like kind of having like a social justice mm-hmm. take on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know, I just, yeah, like, I, I was doing shit where nobody, none of the stuff was being, you know, th- there was no Dykeman strip, there was no, like, you know, in 10 years, this community has developed very quickly as well, <clears throat> you know. Um, 
how has like the gentrification of Washington Heights like affected your art? It hasn't. Not your art, but like your. Como se dice? Like, you're saying before you felt you didn't have. There wasn't like the open market for it. Like people just. There still really is. Okay. You know I'm saying the thing is that gentrification is not necessarily. Let's be really realistic because people like to throw that word around. The only way it seems to be affecting certain people is by, you know, all these new businesses that are in Washington. The gentrification, a lot of the gentrification that's happening in Washington Heights and it was by Dominicans. Because all these new businesses, Mm -hmm. 80% of these new businesses are ours. They're they're Dominican-owned. Yeah. Right? Yo, we got one Starbucks. Yeah, but on Dykeman. That Starbucks on fucking when you first been there for fucking years. It's like not nothing new. Huh? But the rent is increasing ridiculously rent out here. A lot of the bodegas are like. No, so see, this is the thing with bodegas, right? This is the thing with Dominican businesses, and we gotta be realistic. You don't need three or four bodegas in one block. Yeah. And on top of that, <coughs> the bodeguero doesn't upgrade his bodega. So. <coughs> Him going out of business, <clears throat> a lot of times it's his fault. You don't have the right products there. Yeah. Bodeguero's, what they've done, if you notice, and people don't notice this, is I see this shit up here a lot. Them niggas don't even have brand names. The breads are not hostess. If anything, them niggas is killing us because they're fucking getting off-market cheap shit that is not good for you. Yeah, and like reselling it. And reselling it for the price. Right? Let's be real. Let's be real about that. The bodega looks like... A bodega shouldn't look how it looked from when like I was... Like in the 1990s or something? 80s, like early? 80s. When my mom sent me to go get... Hey, búscame un pan italiano, un peso de jamón y un peso de queso. Mm-hmm. I can still do that. Mm-hmm. The same fucking Italian car. Yeah. So what happens is... Because the niggas get lazy. And they don't want to change. So what happens is... The Yemen guy comes and opens up a deli. And has it 24 hours and serves sandwiches or whatever, has fucking all kinds of chips and all that shit, brings all kinds of beers and things like that. So the Dominican bodeguero does it to himself. And on top of that, you don't need three or four bodegas in one block. Yeah. That's interesting. So, I never thought about it that way. You know, the only thing yeah, that sucks is that these landlords are being aggressive mm-hmm. with their... With their with the home with the home thing, so we're being affected with our homes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But another thing about gentrification, the thing that I notice a lot is not gentrification about our Dominican community, is that a lot of times these young people don't help their parents. I don't understand how somebody who doesn't know how to speak English goes to a fucking post office. And doesn't know how to communicate with the person in the post office. Yo sé que esa persona no vive sola. Yeah. So where's their grandkid or their son helping out their grand their 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 parents? And these letters that they get. Yeah. All that stuff has to take into account. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's everybody's not educated. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and being in education is a privilege. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, there's girls that are your age that have one or two kids. Yeah. No, I I know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to take all that stuff into account. All that. 
I'm such a Debbie Downer. No, I'm not a Debbie Downer. I'm just being realistic. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... <coughs> we, we have to take... We have to take um, responsibility as well. You know what I'm saying? It is fucked up that these fucking... You know what I'm saying? These fucking landlords are fucking aggressive. My building was bought... And as soon as I saw them young Jewish niggas, I was like, this shit is not good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was not happy about that. So, but we also have to, you know. You know, back in the days, you know, and I know what that's like too, because my mom was like that, you know, sending those those rent late and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Do you have any ideas where you want to take this in five years? I don't. This is new. This wasn't planned. Yeah. This, this whole thing wasn't planned. This was just a dream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, another thing, you know, I try, I, you know, a lot of the stuff that I do is Dominican shit from our culture, but I try to also be as, uh, <clears throat> I try to, I try not, I, do, I make it a conscious effort not to just do Dominican shit. Mm -hmm. Because Dominican is a, it's a small percentage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, I try to think, <clears throat> you know, I'm, and another thing about me is that I don't want to be like the best Dominican artist. I'm, that's not my thing. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm my whole thing is that I'm just trying to be the best I can, the best artist. I don't want to be... I don't like when people say I'm a Dominican artist, whatever, stuff like that, because I'm not trying to... I just happen to be Dominican. I'm yeah. a New Yorker. I make New York shit. I do shit that represents my culture. You know, and, and also Latin culture. <clears throat> but I don't want to fall into that thing because you're, you're, you know, even as a business, that's not a good idea. You want to... You want, you want, you want your message to, 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 to go everywhere. I want everybody to buy my But I have no clue. I don't know. I'm just trying to get through this year. It's been a very... It's been a great year, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I need, you know, there's a whole different element. I don't even have to be able to work on any artwork yeah. for the past... I don't, yeah, the last art piece I did that was like back in June and shit, or fucking May, like, so, you know. You gotta kind of like adjust to this new addition to your life. That's exactly what I'm yeah. doing. I'm just adjusting, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like trying to I'll, find balance. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> but I have, the thing is, I have other plans to start other things, mm -hmm. so I think that that, you know, I'm looking forward to that and having the time to do those things, especially, you know, having you guys come here is just, you know, keeps, is re reiterating for me some of the things, some of the ideas that I have that I need to do. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, no, 
I still live in the Bronx, though. Yeah, my parents moved, um, consiguieron an apartment, like, in Co-op City. Uh-huh. Um, and so they made that move. But yeah, I, um, I moved out for about a year. And then I came back. And I don't know, I just feel so much happier being home. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like, Where did you move to? Um, I was living in Harlem, and uh-huh. I loved it. Like, I'm still on 125th, like, almost every day. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I just, I didn't have as much clarity for the things I wanted to do when I was living on my own and kind of just, like, thinking about rent, food, and all this other shit. Yeah. And now that, I don't know, my parents are being supportive after I quit my job. Eventually, they came around and it's like, okay, I can breathe. I guess I just missed being able to breathe, like, mental space, like, emotional space. Felt like I was in, like, a pressure cooker. Yeah. Figuring everything out by myself. Because, like, I had to do the least stuff by myself. I had to search for the apartment, move in, all that. It was just, like, a lot. Um, but now I know next time I move out, like, I don't want roommates. <laughs> I just want me and my dog. And that's chill. Just yeah. nothing crazy. I also like like being able to eat my mom's food all the time. Mm. I was getting mad white with my cooking when I was living alone. I don't have any more like specific questions per se, but I think you're interesting. So I want to know like if you have anything else that you want to talk about. Anything else you want to mention or questions you want to ask me? Um... I'm gonna write it up. I wanna write it up. Oh, you're gonna put it on your blog? Yeah. Until the new thing I started. Alright. Um. Um, Mm. What do you do for money? What do I do for money? Well, in all honesty. No, I'm on unemployment right now. Oh, shout out to you. Yeah. Um. So that's been keeping me. What were you working at again? I was working um, at, like, a nonprofit. I was a community organizer, but I did all their, like, education programs. So what is it that you want to do now? Ideally, so I guess, like, with Curator Hustle, what I want to do is, like, position myself to be in a place where I'm, like, leading the creative direction of it. Like, of Curator Hustle, like, kind of, like... So you want Curator Hustle to be a thing? Yeah, I want it to be a thing, and I want to do the the creative direction for it. Um, I don't know, like, if I could, honestly, just get, like, an associate creative director just, like, job, and then do my shit on the side. You got a creative director. You got to get, you got to start at some point, though. How are you going to... I know, so that's, that's what this is for, you know? Like, so this is to show people? Mm-hmm. This is kind of, like... Does that work nowadays? Yeah. Does it? I feel like a lot of these people, like, especially, like, in the writing world, like, a lot of these people won't hire you to be a writer until, like, you've written for free for mad long. Or, like, so I'm thinking that maybe if I start this thing that gets enough movement, I can, like, 
speak for myself that I could help brand develop their own things. Mm. Um, because I do know, I know that like professionally, I still want to have a career. I know that professionally, I want to be in the creative space. Um, I just got to get in there because it's hard. You should be, you should probably be interning somewhere. I should. I've applied to internships. I applied to like a lot of um, internships in the summer. Who you you email from Pemesla? Editor in chief. I Uh, forget her name. To Andrea? Yeah. Okay. Her. Um, I emailed her maybe like two different things in the summer. But yeah, I like honestly right now I'm freelancing for the the travel. Did I tell you in the email? So I'm freelancing the social media for like um, this travel startup ran by two other girls of color, two Latinas. They're trying to provide like travel guides made by women for women. So I'm doing their social media, and that's been going great. I do the copy, the editing, the pictures, yeah. the strategy. Um, so I want to get more stuff like that on my resume. Okay. Um, and then hopefully... It should work for me. You're hiring? No. Oh. I need <laughs> Okay. What, what, like, what are your needs? <clears throat> Newsletter sending out stuff. Okay. I need somebody to write copy for me. Even like to run my blog because I don't because it's up to me. Mm-hmm. I'm a good writer. I can send you samples. I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> I'll read one. Okay. Cool. You I'm take excited. photos, right? Yeah, See, I that's... take photos as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, do you mind if I take, actually take some pictures around the shop? Yes. For natural, not the mess. 